0: Hi everyone, this is Leslin Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have a special guest, Carrie Reedy. Carrie is a coach with Lipedema Simplified and has a bachelor's degree in nutritional medicine. She has furthered her education through the Functional Nutrition Alliance, becoming a certified functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner. She is also a certified keto coach. Today, Carrie will be sharing information about keto is only one aspect of a holistic approach of lifestyle change. Carrie, take it away.
1: Hi, Leslyn. It's lovely to be with you today. I'm really excited about talking about this topic. I hope that it's really beneficial for all those that get to hear what we have to talk about today.
0: Yeah, thank you. And this whole thing about you know that holistic approach and you're talking about that it's more than just keto what else should we be concerned with
1: well i think you know from my training and background i really do like people to think about their health in a, in a holistic way and moving towards a ketogenic lifestyle we know has some really really positive and profound impacts with especially with ladies with lipedema that experience a lot of pain and swelling we know that those ketones that the body produces when you're eating in this way really makes a difference and Interestingly, we don't know exactly the mechanism of how that makes a difference. But I always see changing our, our food choices as being a really great first place to start. But I don't want people to think that that's really it, that once we change our diet, that that's all that we need to do. And I don't share this conversation by way of making people think, oh, no, that's even more work that I need to do. But I think it's really important that we think about our health in terms of us being like multifaceted beings, that our food choices are certainly a part of that. But there's also all sorts of other factors, I guess I would call them environmental factors, lifestyle factors that play a difference in our ultimate health. And so when I talk to people, my training being a functional nutritionist, I like people to kind of consider that their symptoms and the things that they're experiencing Whatever they may be in lipoedema, that would be pain, swelling, body composition. But in terms of those symptoms, they're really an outward expression of something going on internally. And we can certainly change some of that outward expression by the way that we eat. But if we're looking holistically, we're trying to think, well, what else could be going on underneath? And so I talk to people in terms of there's potentially many, many factors That can be contributing to this. But the big three, I would say, is our genetics, you know, what our genetic predisposition is. And I wouldn't say that's 100%. I would say that that factors in, if we were to sort of put that into a pie graph, that would probably be, you know, 20% of the input. We know that the health of our gastrointestinal tract can make a significant difference. There's more and more research coming out these days in terms of things like the composition of the microbiome. You may have heard terms like leaky gut that can contribute to ultimately to inflammation and um, food intolerances, those sorts of things. Leaky gut refers to um, some challenges that are happening in the intestinal lining that are allowing, you know, food particles through into general circulation and then the immune systems over revving and reacting to those things in a way that, you know, ideally we wouldn't want them to be. And that brings me to the third Sort of part of this triad, which would be our immune system and whether our immune system is overreactive, underreactive. If it's overreactive, you know, many people then fall into what would be called like an autoimmune type issue. If it's underactive, then we have equally as many problems. In all of our health, and it's all about like that Goldilocks not too much, not too little. We want it to be kind of just right. But there, I suppose, the three big factors that we like to think about in terms of what's underpinning what's going on with our health. But those factors too don't necessarily exist in isolation. The way that we eat is going to impact all three of those areas, our genetics, our gut health, and our immune system. But even beyond that, you know, how well do we sleep? How many of us go to bed at night, lay down and lay there and, you know, <laughs> count sheep or do all of those other things that we might do or we might be at that stage in our lives where we fall asleep just fine and at 2 a.m. we're like wide-eyed and, and wide awake. And we have to think about things like sleep as being an impact on our health as well. And so we could be eating potentially the best diet that suits us and suits our condition, but if we're still sleeping poorly, you know, how much repair work can the body be doing overnight, which is typically the time that it's doing that repair work if we're wide awake and not able to sleep? Are you, are you a great sleeper, Leslie, or are you a little bit like me that some days it's great and other days it's kind of all over the place?
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I start to think too about the impact of stress, not only on sleep, but it can have an impact on your gut health, on your immune system and oh, those, that triad you're talking about.
1: Yeah, absolutely for sure. And it's not just, I suppose, how much stress we experience, but what sort of stress management techniques do we have on board? To counteract that, because there's many stresses in our modern world that we can't change. For instance, the last two years of the pandemic, you know, that's a stress, but we have no control over what's happening. But we do have, I suppose, a degree of control over helping our body learn to manage the stress that we're under. And so I kind of look at this in terms of both how much stress can we minimize out of our lives, but What other practices can we bring on board to help sort of calm down that stress response? You know, our nervous system certainly plays a key role in all of this as well. And interestingly, the nervous system connects everything in the body is connected, but the nervous system, if it's really I use an Australian term. I say out of whack. I don't know whether that's just something we say or other people in the world say that too. But I think that's universal. (laughs) Okay, good. But if our nervous system is out of whack and we're overreacting, underreacting, whatever our nervous system is doing, that also impacts our immune system and the way that we respond to various other stimuli, whether we will overreact or underreact to that. So, you know, those play a role. Movement, exercise, you know sometimes it can be hard with lymphedema because our mobility is impacted but we certainly know that to get the lymph moving we need to be moving so that plays a role in our overall health as well how well hydrated we are you know the body's vast majority of us is is water and so if we're dehydrated even you know marginally dehydrated our body can't function as optimally and we're more likely to Uh, store toxins. And then if we've got impaired genetics, we're going to have trouble detoxifying. So, you know, it's all very circular. It's all very much everything impacts everything. And so ultimately, you know, if we were to say, well, now I've got the ketogenic diet under control, I know what I'm eating. What else is there? I would say these sorts of things are really important to also consider. And the last one that I talk to people and it's, totally not related to food or anything else, but I think we need to have purpose in our lives. And I think it's, when we have a purpose, you know, it gives us some motivation, it gives us direction. And the other one, I suppose I would say is the importance of connection with other people. These things, mm. we as human beings, we're social beings. And we've certainly seen during the last two years, what disconnection can do for people's health. But it really kind of has just brought home to me the importance of all of these sorts of factors in our health. And as we start to do these things, and we don't have to get them 100% right, you know, it's not like it's either on or off, you know, we're sleeping great or we're sleeping terribly. It's any tiny little steps we can make towards improving our sleep or improving our stress tolerance. All of these things, I feel like they have an exponential effect on improving our health. So I guess I'm sort of throwing lots of other things out there into (laughs) the world to think about, but we do need to see ourselves as multifaceted and that we need to ultimately consider any areas of our health that might be bringing in a small amount of compromise because as we can improve those, we really can see some profound benefits.
0: Yes, yeah. Small changes can have big effects. Mm. And if you are interested in this kind of coaching because Carrie can coach you on keto aspects, but you can see she's very well-rounded and she can help coach you on all kinds of aspects about your lifestyle to help you make optimal changes and to improve your quality of life. We will have a link in the show notes about how to get in touch with Carrie. If you'd like to have a free discovery session and see if you're a good fit, she really has a lot to offer. So thank you so much, Carrie, for being here today and talking about this very important topic. And I'd also like to give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema simplifiedorg slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick An exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplify.org. And be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.